Hallo und herzlich willkommen beim Podcast Battles with Bits of Rubber. Ihr hört geradezu live aus München. Viel Spaß dabei. You can't see me because I still have tape over my camera so that the NSA can't monitor my every doing. That's very funny. What have you been up to? Oh, you know, the usual. Um, all, you know, all things considered, life is, life is good. I just mm -hmm. have got several things going on at the same time, which is nice. Um, in fact, one of one of uh, my favorite people to work with on the planet is is here helping me punch hair for uh, the disguise makeup prosthetics for mm. production of Sleuth. And is that you'll have to share who that who is the, your favorite person? They deserve some credit. Who's this? Oh well, I'll get her. I'll get her in. Sarah, come here. Come come say hi to Stuart. Stuart, Hello. Stuart, Sarah, Sarah, Stuart. I told him not to do this. <laughs> Don't say fuck, we're live. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> nice to meet you. Well, we have to do that. Nice to see you. So you're busy. Yeah, doing, um, doing, doing, doing Sleuth, doing a production of Sleeping Beauty that is um, making, making masks, refurbishing some masks, making some from scratch. Uh, building a, an RC controlled animatronic tail for the dragon, and then a big dragon at the end of the play. The this half human, half dragon character named Griff turns into a full dragon, so we get to see part of her tail on stage, and it's got to weave and wag just like the one in her costume will. So get to build that. It's probably going to be a seven foot long tail that'll be cable controlled. And it's a bunch of stuff going on, having having a good time, nice. keep keeping busy. That's yeah. fantastic. The year yeah. seemed like it was starting off slow, and bam, uh, just started picking up speed and having a good time. How about you? Amazing. That's cool. Well, good finally, once I got my taxes done, <laughs> and then happiness can prevail. Um, yeah, that's all done. Uh, quite a bit. I've got some. Um, some heads that I'm doing some bits and bobs for. Um, it's interesting because I've got a few demos coming up. I've got one at the Glasgow Film Festival in February. Oh, cool. So I'm going to make something for that, which isn't, it's not a big deal, but what it does is it gives me an opportunity to make something in a way I wouldn't necessarily do it normally because I can experiment because I've got that freedom. So that's good. Um, and a lot of teaching gigs coming up. A um, couple of little jobs here and there, doing a nice burn makeup at the moment, which I, I mentioned to you. I've got this burn makeup for a show, and it's like, it's so weird because you were doing a burn Yeah, yeah. In well, fact, I'm, so. I'm, um, when we're done recording this, uh, I'm going to put the flashing on it. It's, it is ready to mold up. So I've got uh, one of my, nice. my protege students will be here tomorrow. She had to cut out early today, but she will be here all day tomorrow, and I'm going to teach her how to make a, an epoxy negative. Nice. She she doesn't know it yet, that but sounds she sounds like some kind of Russian mind torture. She doesn't she doesn't know it yet, but I think she's going to be chuffed when she gets to get her hands dirty with with the epoxy dough and make a really cool mold. I'm I'm pretty pleased with the way the burn makeup has turned out. It's uh it's neat that you can how 
messing around with some some soft urethane foam when it's starting to set up you can stretch it and get all these nice stringy forms happening mm. um, that really really and then when it it'll it'll soften up again on its own before it completely sets out and looks remarkably like burn contracture so oh, I wow. so I've got some uh, pictures of the uh... I do. Yeah, uh, let me. I will. I will upload those to you. And we need to do our slate also. I forgot to sync up our, our oh, sync up our yeah. our sound. So we'll find that and be able to go back. But um, I made a mold of the foam, did a clay pour into it, then pulled that out, put, started working with that, and then started laying in little sausages of clay, and I'd cut out little divots. And you know, I'm, I'm working with monster clay, which is is perfect for this process because it has such a low melt temperature you can get the clay really really liquidy but still kind of holding its form and tap it with your finger and you know the surface tension of the clay pulls the clay up and creates all of these crazy ridges and then when you go back yes. after after it cools go back and hit it with a heat gun to soften it then you've got mm -hmm. these little miniature burn contracture forms that are intertwining with the foam stuff and it, it it i can't wait to cast this and start painting it because i think it's going to look really really neat fuck man this sounds cool because i did something similar purely i guess because it's the way to do it but i'm um, using some gelatin that i had and I yeah videoed that, same what i did with the gelatin so we should team up and do a nice big post or video with this as a kind of technique because it's a way of doing it you this know, might to, be to start hey, you off at least let's let's talk to, to lisa and neil and see if maybe we can do a a little tutorial with gelatin and foam for uh, mm -hmm. for the magazine i think it's a great idea and we if we put together a video as well then we can do that before and then we can link to the video when the article comes out fuck then yeah video fuck yeah <laughs> It sounds nice, doesn't it? It does. It sounds real nice. <laughs> Look at you playing with that stuff. Real What's nice. Doing yeah. There's fuck asking about gelatin. Yeah. He's yeah. not doing anything serious. No. It's, just, yeah. it's fun. It's fun. Then you, you, can, you nice. can eat it if you like. Yeah, you can. Tastes like shit. Yeah. Right. What? Why not? It's good. It makes your poop nice and, <laughs> nice and firm. So, shall we? Shall it we? smells like piss and disappointment. <laughs> Like so many things. <laughs> We're just slapping wood and slapping, he's clapping. Slapping wood. And it's not even in fucking time. Oh, Who the fuck's that about? <laughs> Terrible. Um, so, on this one, we've got... Um, 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 uh, 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 I say an interview. We sat down and chatted. I was in Munich a couple of weeks back. And I had a really good time uh, teaching the masters. Um, there were four and a master. Or three. Well, four of them were there, but only three were doing something that needed... To make the stuff that we were making so i had three students we listened to it in the shop this morning well, it was good fun yeah it was really good fun so uh, yeah i think i sent i sent you like the rough edit of of the audio so you knew what we were all about but it was interesting and it, we go into a little bit about the well just the notion of like free education which is not something that most people come across with this sort of stuff yeah no that that's um, that stood that out uh big time with sarah and brie they're going oh we need to move to germany right now <laughs> but the thing is it's like because because it's free you know you have to meet the grade so they can be a lot more harsh about who comes in sure which means you know the people in the classes tend to be not flaky and as it should be know, again 
as it should be and you know not not that this is most people but i have taught on courses where there's one or two that just don't turn up because they don't want to be there and you kind of go well that shit needs to stop because you know there is somebody out there that would love to do it but just doesn't got the money for the course absolutely um, and that's a shame and that doesn't happen over there so you know different set of problems so that was that was kind of cool to talk to them about networking stuff um uh so yeah there's that well i love the, the other the thing fact was that they also had access to to the lab facilities pretty much 24 7 if they if they needed it so they weren't yeah. they weren't there for class time and then well what class is over you're shit out of luck it was nice yeah, to no, be able to to work long hours sometimes you need to um you know we were talking mm. as we were listening to this that you know some classroom subjects you know, one of the for-profit schools that I taught at for 17 years has four-hour classes, and they meet once a week. Well, by the time that following week comes around, you know, there's a good chance that some of the students who don't really give a shit about being there will have lost everything you imparted to them the week before. Uh, but some classes, you know, four hours a week is too much classroom time. And some subjects, f four hours isn't even close to being enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah and some people, they don't want to be there for four hours because they're too much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's very odd, but it's just like when you realize, yeah, but please know there are people who are getting it for free who work their asses off. They get in at 8.30, 9 o'clock and stay till midnight. You know, they do like a 15-hour or whatever day. Um, that's what you're up against. Yeah. Just so you know. Yeah. Well, you you know, <laughs> and I know. And one I of know. Them was there? Sorry, I was gonna say one of them was there. Um, who's now working for Mark Cooley? I mean, you know, this is what happens. You know, yeah. The good people tend to get found because they're good, and you want good people. And it's just like, you know, just if if I'm just saying, if you're not working your ass off, you kind of fucking should be because the the, the two or three percent that really fucking go the extra mile are kind of going to be the ones that have a much better chance yeah well we, if you're not doing it for that reason then why are you there well we we do it because you and i do it because we can't not do it you know i'll yeah i'll come down as well yeah of know? course and I'll, I'll come down to the shop I'm to not work even on saying, something oh, we're really really good i just mean you've got to care about it enough and it, it does upset me when i meet people that don't care about it but they're in a place where they should be the ones that care about sure. it. Sure. They just No, I I, I completely it. lose all track of time when I'm when I'm working on something that I've really gotten into, you know. If I'm just playing around experimenting, you know, I'll I'll come down first thing in the morning with a cup of coffee and start dicking around with something and I was like, oh geez, I need to stand up and stretch, uh, or maybe go up and get lunch and it's already dark outside. Mm. You know, yeah. you completely yeah, nice lose track. You, lose you get into the flow. Time just disappears. Fantastic. Like editing video, that's the same thing. You just, time just goes. But uh, yeah, no, editing stuff is good. But yeah, I do like to get lost in my work. But yeah, it's just like, oh, it was it was lovely anyway. The whole thing was just great. And it's the place where Oktoberfest happens. <laughs> so the beer there was very good. So I, had, I had beer every single day because you couldn't. It sounded like you, you might have been, might have been having a little bit of beer during the interview. No, there was. <laughs> We were just laughing a lot because there was just so much fun. It was so much fun. They were a really, really good bunch. It was uh, Katerina, Julian, and Daniel, and they were just a lot of fun. Sounded we like easy. it. I mean, we went in there. It was so easy to work with them because they wanted to be there, and they did everything. Like, the second I walked in, 
everyone just hit the ground running and we just got stuck into stuff it was really good fun so i was working with them all week i mentioned maybe we could do like a podcast chat i was going to hold off until to see how we got on but it seemed very early on that we were all going to get on and they were like yeah no we totally up for that and it was really cool so we had a good old chat yeah no it was it was fun getting getting a lot of the student perspective from them that was that was really fun you got the enthusiasm. I do so much hair work as well, which is so important, you know, when you're doing big things like theatre and stuff where wigs are expensive, you know, so if you have to get, if you've got someone that can make the things and the wigs and the hair pieces mm-hmm. and dress it and style it and cut it as well as make the rubber feet or whatever it is you need, um, you know, it makes you very valuable. So. Well, that's what Sarah's doing for me that's right now. She's punching hair into the silicone disguise pieces for sleuth. Um, punching mutton chop sideburns and big bushy walrus mustache and it's looking really really good so so sarah's one of those you're gonna have to watch out for down the road because she she does she's a bar licensed barber she's ventilating and and doing learning how to make wigs she's great at applying prosthetics she's she's going to be an all-around superstar Uh, so quick um, uh, uh, chat about a couple of uh, correspondents we had. Had a very very interesting correspondent, very email, interesting email from uh, Michael Pennington about uh, dividing up appliances. And I'll just read out mm-hmm. the email. He said, "I've done my fair share of generic encapsulated silicon pieces in flat molds and two-part molds. My question is about the division of pieces for a multi-piece facial prosthetic. I wanted to know." Some of the pros and cons, the different choices people make in dividing the pieces. So he's talking about a witch that he's done, which has a forehead piece, yep. upper nose lip, and like kind of two cheek pieces. So I guess basically the the question is, you know, around, and a lot of people ask that, is how do you know where to divide and cut your piece up, basically, when you've sculpted something? So we should probably couch this, just a little bit of context in case people are wondering what the fuck I'm talking about. If you're going to do a character that maybe has two cheeks, you would sculpt the whole face or the you know the, on one one face you sculpt both cheeks on one face so you can see how those cheeks look on the finished mm-hmm. head and then once you're happy with the design then you might float them off and separate them out but if you've got like a nose and a forehead that is connected maybe you cut that nose on one piece and then the forehead's on the separate piece or maybe they're together it depends so uh, it's all about what how you would divide that up well it also so, depends what material you're going to be doing this out of um I think one of the reasons that the multi-piece overlapping appliances came into existence in the first place was because originally an entire makeup that would include forehead, nose, upper lip, lower lip, chin, cheeks, neck, all got sculpted and cast as one piece. And if you're going to do it as foam latex, foam latex shrinks. And the face that it was sculpted to go on is no longer going to going to fit properly because the shrinkage of the foam latex so the natural tendency is to figure out how to split and you've got natural lines on the face where the split should take place so it's easier to hide those those blending seams and you then re-sculpt on on snap molds to extend each of the pieces so they'll have a little room to overlap and then if you'd cast them in foam latex you've you've accounted for that shrinkage and now your pieces are going to fit better plus it's also a lot easier to i think manipulate into indivi- smaller individual pieces than one gigundous facial and neck appliance certainly if you're trying to do that out of silicone one piece flopping around while you're trying to glue it all on um 
can be a bit daunting, especially if you're trying to do it by yourself and don't have an extra pair of hands to hold things while you're getting a brush in to, to apply glue and so on. That's a very good point, actually, because I think a lot of people maybe feel compelled to divide things up when perhaps they don't need to because it was, like you say, largely to do with the fact that the phone shrank that you would be compelled to divide up in the first place. Um, but actually, with silicon, sometimes the fewer edges you have, the better. Yeah. But like you say, it's just kind of unwieldy when it's very mm -hmm. big. I know Neil, Neil Galton um, did a lot of stuff at trade shows where he would do, I guess maybe partly for time, but partly because he was just very confident, where he would make like entire heads as one thing. You know, one big piece. Yep. You have a seam line. Maybe Brilliantly done, one, yeah. But it was just like there were no overlapping edges because it was one big piece, but you had to have the confidence to handle that piece. But it can be done in silicon yep. in a way that's not detrimental because if anything, silicon doesn't shrink. It's the opposite. You've just got to manage that you don't yep. have to stretch it. Whereas with but foam, it's difficult to do it by yourself. It's really it is difficult real to do by yourself. Um, I think my rule of thumb when I'm dividing up my pieces, I mean, partly you you think a little bit about it when you sculpt it, but typically I tend to slice the pieces wherever the clay is thinnest mm -hmm. because that way the overlapping edges are naturally at thin places. Um, I've done a blog post. I'm just going to put the link to in the show notes for this um, on learnmakeeffects.com forward slash floating pieces. And I'll put a link to that where I did a little thing. I did a makeup and I floated the pieces off and I covered the whole process with pictures just because I think that'll be easier to look at. And obviously, I think you covered it in your book as well. Mm -hmm. um, so the information is out there, but it's just making people aware why you do it in the first place and where you would do it. But I think personally, the thinnest areas and also with edges, I mean, with silicon pieces, you can get edges that are so good. It kind of matters less in a way, so long as the edges are good, but you're still right, I think, to bias it where there are natural shadows under the mm -hmm. jaw or somewhere or under hair or somewhere where... You know, should the edge, along the nasal label fold, yeah, somewhere where it's a little easier to hide because there is an existing deformation or shadow or fold there in the first place. There seems to be, yeah, typically at the at the it. at the temple uh, across the bridge of the nose, the nasal labial folds, maybe the lines from the corner of the mouth down around the chin. You can hide things but under the, caveat, the chin, pretty. Yeah, the caveat to that would be: say you had a really thick, say you do like a kind of a you filled in, you know, in the forehead where the forehead meets the nose. If you filled that in solid, so it was almost like a kind of a Prometheus type right, right. look. You wouldn't, you wouldn't then divide across there because the sculpt at that point would be very, very thick. So in that instance, I would probably keep the nose and the forehead together. So that's why I say sometimes it depends on the thickness of the sculpt as to what I'm going to divide up. So the sculpt will really dictate where you divide it, um, and typically it is in those sensible places where it will naturally go thinner i'm not suggesting you deliberately make it thinner in order to cut it but i think when you have those big steps or where the piece is too thick or there's a big overlap that's when your snap molds come in isn't it where you right basically finish off one piece of the sculpt and then remold that core with the finished bit of the sculpt in it so that the next corresponding piece can overlap it and that can get quite messy so the mm -hmm. thicker your sculpt is the more of a problem it will be like that yeah, this is not this is not a process you want to take on if you are in a hurry because mm -hmm. that there's a lot of steps involved in it and you really need to think it out as to how it's how it's all going to work because you've got one core and then if you need to have resculpt on cheeks you're going to need to have a new cheek positive only and the other cheek mm -hmm. positive and maybe a nose and upper lip positive and you've got to have all these different pieces. Oh, so many molds, yeah that 
you know, it's it's not quick. It it's not necessarily cheap, but it's not necessarily terribly expensive either. You know, there are, there are ways to to shortcut because some of your snap molds don't need to to be permanent molds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can do very quick ones or even just alginates, you know, but mm -hmm. um, which happens a lot, but. So that happened. Uh, on the other question, well, it wasn't really a question. It was something on the 911, and someone asked about, or what was the 911? Or it might be a makeup effects forum. It was just like this. It was, yeah, I, I looked at that one and wondered, who is who is this person asking this question of? Because aside from your responses to to the inquiry, um, they're all like, you know, once I, I, I'm, I was tempted to add my own reply I said look Stuart's already replied to this the rest of you just need to shut the fuck up well I mean the thing is it's it was basically like oh, there was a thing with loads of like little teeth on the eye and it was the question was basically how can I do this really cheap and the trouble is if you do something cheap or if you make a cheap suggestion there's always someone who wants to go even cheaper than that. And if I said you could do it with air and good wishes, you'd still find someone who was trying to find it if there was a cheaper way of doing it. I did a, a video uh, where I did like a, 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 a cut on hand on the YouTube video, and it was basically a wax, you know, cut on the palm of the hand. And someone said, oh, um, wax is so expensive. How can you make your own wax? And it's like, I know people that have made their own wax, but it's kind of like if you want to be a chef, I don't want to have to fucking like machine up my own mixer and make my own oven <laughs> and, and like mine my own fucking, you know, steel or uh, iron ore and, and smelt my own iron so I can yeah. make a fucking yeah. metal. At some point, you can't go pound out your own chef. I don't want to be, you know, a miner as well because um, there's only so much I can fit in my life. So <laughs> it was a case of like, look, wax is kind of as cheap as it's going to go. And what I was, where I'm basically coming from with this question is, so many people want to do stuff for cheap, 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 and it's always cheap, cheap, cheap. And you can do things cheap, 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 but just don't make it crap, crap, crap. I mean, if you can do it with popcorn and jam and it looks fine, that's okay. But if you do it with popcorn and jam and it looks shit, have the fucking mind to go, that does look like shit. Don't kid yourself that because it didn't cost anything that looks great. Because at the end of the day, it depends what it's for, obviously. If you're just doing it mm -hmm. for a bit of fun, you're like 10, then okay, that's fine. But it's just, it does annoy me when... The, the, the desire to do it for so little overwhelms and, and overtakes the ability to discern when something is just fucking terrible. Um, I love the comment. Uh, that not that this makeup was. I'm just saying I don't want cloves. it to be. You garlic cloves. I mean, you can use all sorts of things, but it's just like, you know, when you first see like a really nice makeup, I remember, I remember seeing one of the first makeups I'd ever seen was Mark Coulier had done the makeup. I think it was for uh, an Alice in Wonderland I think it was on Martin Short. And when you see a makeup with your own eyes, that was so, it was beautiful. It was foam and like big ears and everything. And I think he wore dentures as well. It looked, looked cool. But what it did in my head was it, it realigned everything in my head because, you know, I was not long out of college and I just started work. And to see stuff like that, it made me realize what was important to me wasn't how quickly it can be done or how cheaply it can be done. It's how good can it look. And once, you, once you've seen something that looks really good suddenly your priorities change and you go fuck it i don't want to do it quick and cheap anymore i want to do it properly and there may obviously you're going to chip away at that with demands of time and budgets and you end up economizing on things but once you've tasted the fucking the good stuff you don't really want to go back down do you know what i mean so it's, yeah it's, i've maybe have had too much exposure to the good stuff to be prepared to accept the the bad stuff but 
I do want to just press that point that you can do things for cheap, but please don't lose all sense of scale and realize, you know, make something look shit because it's cheap. Because a, you know, a cheap shit makeup, I don't know how much it costs when I look at it, but the first thing I notice is if, it, if it's awful or not. So, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, if, if you're if you're just if you're if you're just Step learning from the soapbox and and experimenting, yeah, do it do it on the cheap because then when you fuck it up and if you're just learning, you're gonna fuck it up. Then you're not gonna gonna be out a, a ton of money than if you had spent a bunch on on silicone and epoxy and all this stuff and then have it fail on you. It's like oh my god. You know, it's bite off little little pieces and get good at doing the small things well. Learn how to do it cheaply well. And then advance into more expensive, better materials. You know, it's 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 all tools. It's 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 rarely the fault of the tool. It's it's almost ninety nine. The tool that's using the fucking tools is usually the problem. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I so, class myself in that. I'm a fucking tool sometimes with that. Oh. But it just, yeah. oh, you know. And then the other uh, the other thing, I, uh, what was my point? I had a point. I'm a fucking, uh, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, I let got me clap so angry. The, let me I clap the wood. My, my own thought. Clap the wood again. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, what was I going off on one about? shit stuff but yeah just i just you know just doing something properly kind of matters i had a point i can't think what it was i have to cut that bit out as you were carry on <laughs> thank you i had a really thank good point as well thank you sir completely thank you it. sir <laughs> have a happy dinner here for Laven. it'll come back well one me. of the things i i that occurred to me when i looked at the the image accompanying the post on how do you do this on the cheap is my initial thought was why would you want to do this in the first place well because look how many likes this one has i can get the same yeah it's it's, oh i know what my point was i know what my point was uh it happens a lot at things like colleges where people want something that's cheap and often I think that become, I mean, that's, that's a reasonable question. There's nothing wrong with not wanting to spend too much money. That's sensible because it's easy to waste money on things you don't need. But when you do, I mean, there was one college where they always used to do something in latex because it was cheap. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. I, you know, I do an e-course about using plaster and latex. It's, it's, it's a perfectly good medium. Um, then the reason I think it's a good thing to use is because most people can get their hands on plaster and latex. They're very, very basic materials. And you'll be introduced to all the principles of molding, casting, negative, positive edges, painting, all those things, you know, without laying out a lot of money. But the thing is, it requires more skill, I think, to paint latex well. And a lot of people don't realize that, you know, if you if you lose is that triangle of of, of of design or whatever you know we, something's good fast and cheap you can only have two not you can't have all three um you know if something's really cheap like latex and plaster you, you actually need to paint it quite well for it to work you know depending on what it is um and a lot of people forget that you know they think because they've got it cheap it'll look great and it's like no it's just cheap you actually need to be a better painter i think to paint foam or to paint latex to look like skin than you do silicon because silicon comes out the mold translucent yep. um so you know you are 
although you are substituting what you've saved in money, you've actually got to make up for with ability now. So, you know, there's a, there's a, a piper to be paid. That was my point. Really wasn't worth waiting for, was it? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, did you say something? Hey, what? <laughs> I think I've shit myself. Uh, sorry, I, th I think I'd, I dozed off there for a minute. Oh, it's just one of those things that just really bugs me because, and you know, <laughs> and then you see sometimes your video tutorials redone by someone far more attractive than you and getting a lot more <laughs> views. <laughs> it's like, hang on. <laughs> Wait a minute. No one was making silicon tongues before. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh but yeah um so it's 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 one of those things where i i i i cringe a bit when the when the how did you do this for cheap because i i also want to know are you asking because you want it to look amazing for nothing or are you prepared to put some effort in you know because if you could just throw a, a pint of jam at someone's face and it looked amazing then that would be you know what we see in movies but it's kind of mm. not really the 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 done thing or the the harder thing to do yeah, there we go. But you already know that. If you're listening to this podcast and you've got this far, you're probably not a fucking jam and bacon face guy type of person. And if you are, stop listening. Who's it? Go, just go away. <laughs> you're not, you're not our people. But yeah, I can't think it was that somebody had put raw bacon on their face or ham or some yeah. stupid. It was like, no, yeah, don't do that. I, I did a commercial. I, I, I got a call about. Sorry. No, I, I was saying I know I know who that person is. Uh, I don't know her personally, so I'm I'm not going to say her name. But people listening, they they know. Don't put don't put raw bacon on your face, people. It's just not a good idea. Even if you don't even wrap it in a gar, gar a garlic clove, just don't yeah. put food on your face. Well, you know, I've heard of people using like mashed banana and stuff for brains and things. But anything that's like something that, you you know, you really should wash your hands. Something that can make you ill when it's raw. That's not something mm -hmm. you should be putting on your face. But the, um, yeah. there was... Uh, no trichinosis. No, I have a cat. You don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Gracie just joined us. Nice. She's going to purr into the mic. Yeah. Um the um i had a, a call about a commercial and it was this creature and they basically wanted swamp thing but they wanted to use basically cured meats instead of a makeup because they figured <laughs> they wanted a meaty kind of look and they figured well you know meat's cheap so that way we won't need any makeups and it was just it was just an appalling like premise to base it was like what the fuck what with no no and i just you know it wasn't the job i went and did in the end because they just sounded like they were going to be a fucking pack of dicks. And I can't be bothered with trying to fucking uphold an expectation which was flawed from the very outset. So No, not one there saying, well, we want to make this out of cured meat. Thank you. Uh, good luck. <laughs> yeah, I, you you basically need a, a, a food artist then. Not, I don't know. It's just an odd. That's not what I do, really. I'm sure it can be done. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying I'm not fucking doing it. Um, no. No. <laughs> no. If I'm going to make somebody sick, it's going to be a different way. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm not angry. I'm fine. Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll I'll shut up. Here's here's me in Germany, in Munich. Ha! Enjoy. So, do you hear this? 
This is the beautiful academy. <laughs> wow. Hey. Ah, hier Brudelle. Wollt ihr mal ganz kurz, ganz laut Hey schreien? Hey! hey. Lauter, lauter, lauter! Das ist, das ist für einen coolen Make-up-Podcast. Let's do it again! Yay! Cool, vielen Dank. Sorry, I just had to do that. Daniel, wo bist du denn? Im Raum oben. Ah, dann komm doch rüber ins, äh, ins Büro. Wir sind schon hier und wir nehmen ja auch jetzt den Podcast auf. Okay. Okay, bis gleich. Bis gleich. Now you have that also recorded. You need to put... This is so funny because when I have those on, it really feels like being in the studio. So mm -hmm. if you want to have it... Do you want to record a song? Which one? I'm going to do the playback. Oh, Lord. I want you to buy me. Mercedes Benz. Oh, that really sounds good. You're going to be laughing. <laughs> You're going to be laughing so much while editing this. Because you're doing weird shit. Hello! Hola. Hola. Welcome to Stewie. So where are we? Tell me where we are. We're in Munich. And I, yes. get, I get getting the, confused with the name. Is this the, the Academy of Theatre Arts? Or is it the University of Theatre Arts? Or is it... It is the called Theater the... School? Uh, Theater Academy August Everding. So... In Munich. August Everding was the founder of the Academy. So that's what it's called. Right. That name. Yes. And basically we've been upstairs all week. Yes. yes. Well, you've opened your. Basically, you've made three of you. There's three. Of you. Let me introduce everybody here. <laughs> Hello. For the benefit of, of <laughs> the audience. I'm here today. I've got three of the fourth yes. year. Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. And we have Daniel. And you were doing a woman, full size female figure that will be sitting in a bar. <laughs> so that's a full size, 100% person size thing. <laughs> Julian has done again the same. Yes, <laughs> but only half. Yeah, torso only torso, arms, and head of a man coming out of a tree stump. Yeah, because he's a mermaid. Yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no tree stump yet. Tree there's stump no tree stump yet, but I've been working on the figure. Yes. Yes. And Kevin. <laughs> yeah, I have. You're doing yourself. So Catherine is doing your own body. Right. But at 80% or 70%? Yeah, it's size. like the most random uh, percentage of anything. Like I could do, I, well, initially I wanted to do it much smaller, but then I just added clay and it got bigger and bigger. So it, 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 was a, it is what it is right now in about 80% of myself. It's still pretty big as a thing. That's the thing. There's still large objects. All the pretty just, yeah. it's gone quiet. That's good. Oh. It's amazing how loud that fan was. Yes, it was really loud. Mm -hmm. Good night. I was like, what is this? It's gone. I'm going to print something now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, it's... So, yeah, so basically three figure size there. I mean, for the fact it's proportionate, it's still a big thing, because it, it's going it to be is. holding a figure as well. Yes, yes, yes. So this is still going to be a challenge. Cause <laughs> I just really want it to look like that she's holding her, and not just, you know... Um, and taking her like in her arms, it really should look like she's really holding on to her. Mm -hmm. But yes, yeah, so we will see then in the end if that works or not. So they've all been sculpted, they've been live cast 
Well, yours had to be sculpted. Yes. Your two were life class, but you modified things and obviously the sculpted yes. open the eyes and all yes. that kind of stuff. And a um, lot of my life class didn't work out how I wanted to, so I had to redo everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there were. I he mean, he wanted more stuff of himself in it, so he <laughs> changed the hands and the it nose. Just, it and just and happened. And the teeth? No, the teeth are not yours. The teeth are his. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but then you. So then they've been made in monster clay. So you. Yes. You've done medium monster clay. Yes. Yours was medium. Mine was hard. Yours was, Mine yours was both hard. hard. Monster clay, which is not a material I've used a lot of, mm. but it's quite tricky, isn't it? On that scale, mm -hmm. like making changes because, like, you had to attack, like, yours particularly, Daniel, because he's in a body, yeah. you had to have the arms and legs and things separate, and she's in the bath, mm. so the arms over the side of the bath, so you've got the curvature of where the bath would be in the armpit and yeah. carries through. So that's kind of then you've got to connect these bodies up, which is quite common. Yeah. You do, you know, you do a live cast of a human being in sections and then assemble them afterwards and mm -hmm. you sculpt in the difference mm -hmm. but it's quite tricky i find monster clay and the rock, mm -hmm. yeah i think because it's cooler here this time we're in january so it's maybe pretty, pretty chilly at the moment yeah so it cools down not yeah. always do that stuff you wanna <laughs> when i have so yeah <laughs> <I've got> <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the thing is that you always need to heat it up, either with like a heat gun or microwave. And sometimes, you know, it is, it gets annoying because when you don't heat it up, you really get your fingers. I mean, Julian can like, well, like can in German, you say that. sing a song about it when something is like bothering you for quite a while. I don't yeah, know if yeah. it's, you know, so he could sing a song about monster clay, pushing it in. It really like, you know, it hurts on the fingers if you don't want to heat it up because then when you... You know, when you sculpted something and you heat it up again, you know, the parts around it gets warm also. And it's mm -hmm. like all the mess. You don't, I mean, it would be ideal to have it like in the perfect temperature mm. while you're using it, like, you know, in the yeah, room temperature. But yeah. it has also his uh, its advantages, of course. You're calming it down is nice. I think yeah. that's what it does well is you can carve into it. You can yeah, carve into it. And also when you have like a structure on and you just bump into it, really nothing happens. Mm. So... That's quite nice. <laughs> Just fingernails is like yeah. the yeah, yeah. worst yeah, enemy, in. but still, it's always like that, right? Yeah, and then you've molded your, or you're going, I mean, you've made your mold, but yes. epoxy fiber, well, yeah. epoxy resin with glass matting. Uh, yeah, it's which epoxy. Which is very good, actually. It was, it was nice and light. I was surprised yeah. how flexible that's. I, actually, I thought mm -hmm. it's going to be too thin, mm -hmm. but it worked out quite nice. Yeah. It's and I'm glad that it's stitching. as thin as it is now. Yeah. yeah, I think you guys, when you do yours, probably make the flanges thicker. So mm -hmm. that when you pry it, it's stronger. But the, the body of it needs mm. to be, I think, the same thickness. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. it's flexible as well, which yeah. is quite nice. Which How many layers did you layer? I did, well, for the front, that was the first time we actually like used the, yeah. used the epoxy we have and used the glass fiber we have here. And also directly on the mold, uh, yes. on, the, on the sculpture. On the sculpt. Because uh, the only time I've done it before, I've done it to make a matrix, a hard shell on a matrix right. mold. So it was quite different. Um, and the glass fiber we had here was way thinner. Mm -hmm. And it, it was the the woven kind and not yeah. the glued together um, Strand, strands yeah. matting. Mm -hmm. So um, it was took a, quite a while to figure out how to how thick to make mm -hmm. it. And we did about six layers of, uh, well, gel coat and then six layers yeah. of uh, um, the matting with epoxy. But on the back 
I just got some thicker <laughs> glass fiber and did yeah. about four to five layers. Mm-hmm. But I always found uh, the thin glass fiber is very nice to get really over all the curves nice. because it just sucks it into yeah. there. Yes. And it doesn't create any air bubbles or any problems. But also I think like the combination is perfect. Yes. You start with the gel coat, then maybe two or three layers yes. with the thin one. And then go with the thick And then with yeah. the thick like in the end where to you really know everything thickness, is yeah. there, like your whole you did the mold. Mm. It really looks like a beautiful fabric. Like you did mm. like white yeah, it doesn't and shiny. Look like glass, does it? Doesn't no, absolutely not. Kind of look. But it, it like feels like glass. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> so you could not make a wedding dress out of it. No. It would be funny though. It'd be Bloody but it would be a very <laughs> painful wedding. It would be the next red wedding. <laughs> yeah, glass right. slippers made of actual glass. <laughs> <laughs> Kevlar. So, and you were using, I know it's a lot of uh, smooth on stuff, which is not, I don't know if you guys, is that something you used a lot on this course? Because this is the thing, like when you go to different places, that was an M&M. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> Just last one. And I found it. Five second rule. Let me make a ten second rule. All right, back in. (laughs) The uh, uh, smooth on stuff, which is not something I use a lot of, but when I go to different places, Mm -hmm. you know, depending on what you have access to, is obviously what most people will Mm -hmm. use. But is that something you used a lot? Is it a lot of smooth on used in Germany? Well, here in Germany, it's very common to use. Yeah, it's first of all very common, and I think there's not as much uh, distributors mm-hmm. as in other countries maybe in the US or in England um, there is pretty much only or the biggest one is Kalpo mm-hmm. yeah. and they sell all the smooth on stuff okay and I think like it works quite well yes. I've never had Mold Style 20 was yes. the silicon we've been using mostly this week mm-hmm. yes and that was pretty good I stuff mean, you can do yeah. like molds you can do uh, casts you can do everything with it mm-hmm. yeah yeah, and it makes sense if you're buying something if you have the one material that do all these different things and, mm-hmm. you know makes a lot of <coughs> we have smooth on in the UK and I have used it but I'm more familiar with the polytech stuff but the stuff we've used has been fine and it's always funny when you go to different places like I say where you know there's a lot of the particular thing um, that that's what people use and it's been nice for me to kind of use different things mm-hmm. like the monster clay not like the monster clay, now you know, you know, <laughs> no, when I, know. I use it but, again. But, but, but no, no, for big no. things, I think it's fine. Um, I don't know, because someone was, uh, Tony was sculpting a, a forehead in it. Yes. And, but it was hard or medium? Oh, medium. Medium, medium, medium yeah. And that was quite tricky, I found, to get the edges mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. But it's nice to get the shape. Absolutely. Um, I think so we should depends on still find out how the soft one is, just to make, you know, yeah. just to make the... To get the range. Yeah. I think the soft would work fine, actually. Yeah. It's just because, like I say, it's cool. I think if you're somewhere where it's warm, mm-hmm. you may yeah. not notice that the waxy material that it's made of hardens in the cold. If it's not cold for very long <laughs> in the year. But uh, yeah. I think you have a very similar, maybe a bit cooler because of the Alps. Yeah, maybe, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. And that was crazy. Because we had some snow the other day, which was, mm. I, look, I mean, within the space of two minutes, it went yeah. yes. That's a nice morning to... Yeah. Um, uh, Winter Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was there was like uh, 45 degrees yes. snow coming. It was insane. Yes, and on that day I got my new shoes on. Oh. You did, yeah. yeah. They, they turned up. And then, <laughs> two days later it was gone. Yeah. <laughs> and and sunshine. Yeah. It's weird. That was cool. German weather. <laughs> That's how it is. Yeah. So, 
Tell me about you, what, what you've been up to. I've only met you on Monday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This. What have you been up to the previous three years? Tell me about the things. <laughs> what have you been up to? I think this well, podcast is going to be yourself. like three hours long now. <laughs> no, well, so... Um, I know you did the heads. Tell me about the heads. Yes, Some interesting heads. projects you get to do here. Mm. So yes, explain right. the concept of that head thing. You have like these Roman or Greek yes, statue heads. That's right. So... We are now in our masters just to make because we have like um the heads also and also what we do now is for our exam. So yeah. we always have like a big um exam at the end of the year and for last year we did our bachelor's exam and um we had like a cooperation with the museum and it's an help me with that word it's a it's a museum for archaeology and antique antique sculptures from mostly from the roman and greek Mm -hmm. and it's full of beautiful white statues like all over the museum it's really known for um well it's the biggest collection (laughs) of antique marble statues in europe in europe yes and yes, and they wanted um, like a special exhibition kind of situation and they asked us because, um, yeah, they wanted to show how that these, these people back then, especially the, um, the kings and the, and the empire, emperors, emperors yes. how did they really look back then. And yeah, okay. and so they asked us if we could do like uh, realistically portraits of like um, different, uh, yeah, different statues. They, so you, they you, have did there. you choose a head, or did they select one for you? Yes, they. they it was especially for the Roman collection, right? In this one room, and they had eight picked out they wanted, and we kind of then collected. Looked how which one we identified with. I most. saw that hairdo and yes. I said, "Hell yeah!" Yeah, <laughs> that big croissant on the head. I think it was. Yeah, it would have been the croissant and the it's crazy hairdos that they had. Beautiful though. So you 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 select these Roman sculpted heads mm-hmm. and then you would interpret them as if they were real flesh, yes, right. living heads, but mm-hmm. in silicon again. Yes. With hair punching. With hair punching. So what would be good would be to put your photos of these the heads that you had chosen and the heads you made next to each other yeah mm-hmm. if yeah. you could email me those of course sure. so yeah yeah show cool. them what, mm-hmm. what we mean because they look pretty cool and it's a really neat idea i've not seen that done yeah before, yeah it's a really cool idea because you get that kind of stylized roman and Greek yeah right kind of like look mm. and you always especially you julian you you really found out that the that the sun sculpture really is not like real like atomically it's it's just not real. They're so idolized. I found out that it's like my guy looked Photoshop. like ancient Photoshop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my guy looked like about thirty years old, maybe. And I found out that yes. actually, when he was portrayed for that sculpture, he was about sixty. Mm. And there was oh, just gross. a lot of. And also, like sixty, like two thousand years ago, sixty yes. is maybe like hundred forty now. And he died a year after. So okay. yeah. So he was not in the best of shape. Yeah. So it is just like so it's like they do with Photoshop now. Yeah. It's, like yeah. it's kind of like lines, basically. Yeah. Three dimensional form. Yeah. So that was good. So that's one thing that you've done that I've seen pictures of. Yes. What else have you? Did you guys? Did you have a lot of lecturing stuff, or did you? Do you other? Did they get you to team up with like for theatre productions Thank and make? God, they shows? don't. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're a really good family. I mean, we're just like um, in the bachelors. We were just five students. So um, we kind of do a lot of things also together. 
Okay, so you like collaborate to make bigger. Yes. Yeah. But still, for the exams, everybody has like their own project then. Right. Usually in the exams, it's you get a, a piece of literature or a movie script or whatever, a story in whatever shape or form from whatever time. doesn't have to be old. No. It can be a new thing. And you have to reinterpret the characters and make a concept and set it in a different time, in a different place, and kind of make it, make it uh, contemporary and figure out how you want to make them look. Yes. And then make the wigs and the pieces and everything. So basically you can really do anything you want to. You just and this is also I think the good part of, you know, what we do learn here is that it doesn't matter what it is, but you learn how to explain what you mean and what you want to do with it and say, let's say Shakespeare, but I want them all to be punks. Okay, that's a nice idea, but give me like a good reason also for it. And this is what they really teach us mm -hmm. here, that they really want us to think about what we do and not only say, okay, blue is my warmest color. <laughs> blue is my favorite color. And uh, that's why I want to make everything blue. I mean, in a way, that's also fair enough, but still, you but know. But you're aware of why you chose Why is yeah. it your favorite color or whatever. Even okay. just, you know, to, to uh, learn to... Um, Back everything up. You yes, yes. Do. Right. Is everything sculpting and molding and casting or do you do like... Everything you can imagine, actually. Yeah, we do everything. We dabble into everything. Yeah, so it's right. Like a case to expose you to lots of different mm -hmm. things, and yeah. then you can kind of decide. Yes. Oh, I really like sculpting. Or mm -hmm. So yeah. we have to try out most of it, really, at, from the beginning, and yeah, yeah. then we can choose. So was this something for us or not? So yeah, I think we also f find out our um, depths, uh, our strengths, strengths. And things that, that you don't find easy. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's really good though, because mm -hmm. then you get to explore things you perhaps yes. wouldn't, wouldn't. You know, you'd be like, "Oh, I like, I feel comfortable doing this, so I won't do the thing." And then mm -hmm. right. suddenly, there's always don't get do. comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a mantra here. Maybe we had, we had like the three years we were like jack of, jacks of all trades, and we tried everything. Mm -hmm. We learned what the whole spectrum looks like. Absolutely. And then we had our half year off where everybody did the thing mm -hmm. they think they're most interested in. Yeah. And now well, in my case, money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So like, yeah, I got a job. Stop breaking. <laughs> <laughs> and now in the masters, we all just, we, we kind of specialized on, on the field that yeah. we're most interested in. Because mm -hmm. you're pretty right hours on this. I mean, you, you, were, you were here till what, midnight last night? Yeah. Because yeah. you can work here in this place. You know, Thank God they let us be us. here all night long, actually. We, yeah. the, only, the only time you can get in here is on New Year's Eve and Christmas. Yes, I love And I think on New Year's Eve it's just after 8 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, <laughs> even the most dedicated soul yeah. would yeah. probably have some time <laughs> yeah, yeah. that night. Well, yeah. Well, we've spent well. a lot of New Year's Eves. Like here. Thank God we really like each other because otherwise it would yeah, be a problem. Some it's also not allowed to go in. I think for a month or something because the, the but it's a new rule, so we don't come in and work, actually, because they want us to actually chill out for yeah. a while. It's pretty amazing though that you get those many. I mean, it it also means you can work, you know, twenty hours a day if you want. Yeah. Which means you can get a lot done, but it also means you don't have any life. But then. That's, I guess that's what's going to happen when you're working Priorities, right? priorities. You yeah, have to choose yeah. what's important, right? <laughs> no, I mean, it's just, it's not always like this. It's not the all year round. I mean, I yeah. think you would just collapse. It would yeah. be like this. It's just really, 
like typically before like an exam you have like really you get the pressure yeah. and you feel like oh shit as you the know? year goes on it gets tighter and tighter as with every other student yes. as well but they i think everybody can, can do relate. stuff at home sometimes we can yes i cannot i don't want to take no, stuff no, no, at no, home no. Oh, actually because i really, I really like want it. it to be clean like this is the place and i'm there like only for five hours a day that's fine but mm. still you know you can go home and borrow the co the coffee yeah. machine and come back here <laughs> but i think there's nothing better than not in wigs at home so it's really relaxing you can listen to music yeah, or definitely. watch tv and you can and go right. to sleep right after it so oh and listen yeah. to some beautiful podcasts yeah yes. <laughs> like this one <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers. So, I was impressed with the amount of hair work that you guys do here as well. So, do you, do you all learn about knotting wigs and all that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's probably what the what we most focus on. That's I think the the part what we most know about as well, mm -hmm. because we've done it quite a bit. Yes, it's a big part of also the job description we have like here in Germany. It is the makeup artists oh i don't know it it's called like masking build it says like um building masks kind of this is the job description we have here so it really includes like everything we do because like here in theaters they don't have like just a hair or just a makeup or just a effects department so <coughs> sorry <coughs> and like in the best case everybody can do anything course there are people who can like better in that and this but still it's nice to have someone that can do all of them <coughs> sorry because there's a lot of opera and theater here yes, yes. i mean daniel you're working i don't know are you the only one here that's working in evenings i think doing hair for the moment it's only me who works yeah um, quite a few hours a week as well as doing this it's it's too much as <laughs> as i have to say yeah it's 20 hours per week um yeah he's a hustler but, yeah so you're doing hair and makeup yeah all the stuff Wigs so, as well or yeah so at the moment i'm also nodding uh, front lace on the pre-made um synthetic wig um for the next musical we have premiered um i think next no in two weeks or something my fair lady mm -hmm. um yeah so there's really much to be done but that's amazing yeah. you can get like cheaper wigs yeah, and mm -hmm. then just refront them. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's the best thing. That's right? So you know, there's that kind of thing. So it's mm -hmm. yeah. all of, always about making an entire week. Oh, it's a huge time but saver. It's but it's fantastic. You do a lot of hair. And whenever I see pictures of stuff you do, it's quite noticeable that the hair is really well done. And it was features quite strongly. So I think mm -hmm. it's it's really good. There's a strong ethic for good hair work because it's part of the character. Mm. Absolutely, everything mm. is important. Yeah. Especially also, I mean, when we do like especially. Yeah, no. Like, for example, <laughs> the hats, also what we do now with the person, we also the hair punching and then we have to um, uh, frisieren. Uh, dress the hair. Yeah, we have to also dress the hair, of course. Mm -hmm. and then, yeah. So if at any point it was like, oh, that's a thing I can't do, suddenly somebody else has to get in yes. and involved, how, it becomes an expensive job. So Yeah, how mm -hmm. sad would it be that, you know, in the end you just have like a crappy hairdo and a like, nice sculpted piece or something. Yeah. Or you could do it together, of course. I mean, there are like thousands of ways. But yeah. I think we're much more experienced in doing, uh, yeah, doing hair or something or knotting wigs and so as special effects. So 
yeah that's yeah. the thing um you can see in our school that yeah the importance is more on this but um, i also think that's because of the location in munich yeah. there's not a lot of not a lot of there are but there's not a lot of movies and special mm -hmm. effects people the workshops are mostly in berlin or cologne so yeah. munich is a very um it has a lot of theaters it has has a lot of very good theaters and the makeup departments in the theaters focus mostly on hair so that's why yeah it's the main focus is and of course not only too. head hair i mean you have like the whole body sometimes that you have to cover with whatever mm -hmm. i mean there's a like of course you can do yeah, beards it's... and everything but they're like also funny other things you yeah. <laughs> to do sometimes what like was... armpit hair that was like a really what funny was thing. for the one musical they knotted hair into stockings for leg hair oh my gosh yeah <laughs> yeah to have like really hairy legs yes like this was, was for big fish the guy in the wheelchair the was it what that's no, getting yeah. i've seen that yeah i think it was only his breast Hair chest. Made. chest, 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 chest. <laughs> <laughs> could also be nice. Who knows? With theatre shows, you could have all yeah, sorts yeah. of things. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I to judge a, a piece of theatre? <laughs> I don't know the story. It could be perfectly. But yeah, it's it's quite impressive how how much hair you know hair work gets done. Yeah. And it, like I say, it's noticeable when I've seen folios at like trade shows or someone if someone's from Germany, almost always the work in there is pretty good. Because I think the way yeah. they teach here is different to a lot of other places. I want to talk a little bit about yes. the, the system of education when it comes to this, because yeah. a lot of people might be surprised that it's not like like most colleges in England. Like you have to pay a lot of money to go mm -hmm. on the course, and the classes can be quite big because of that. Because a lot of universities run like businesses, mm -hmm. so they're trying to get more students. Yeah. Um, and it's that's not the same system here, is it? It's, it's mostly a free education <laughs> in terms of yes here but you have to be interviewed and you have to mm. pass so the mm -hmm. standards I presume are quite high which yeah. means that the people here really want to be here and they've already yes. been approved yes to come here whereas yeah. I would argue and it's probably a bit mean of me to say but I would argue there are times when I've been in classes I've taught and some of the people on I might have a class of 20 and maybe 10 of them really shouldn't be there oh, mm. but they can afford to do it so they're there so they do it but actually they don't want to do it or they thought they wanted to do it, but then when they started doing it, they realized actually it involves yeah, yeah. things that they don't want to do. Also, this, like get I think, there on time or, you know, mm. <laughs> stuff mm. that you're going to find is kind of necessary to get through life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that doesn't seem to happen here because, like I say, those kind of things get weeded out. Yes, I think because first. also um, they really suggest that you should do something, kind of an internship or try it in any way, just work with somebody, be an assistant, whatever you can like, like lay your hands on, just do it before you come here. So you really know, you know what you're getting yourself into. So also for you to know, do I really want to do this? Because then when you're here, I mean, we usually have like just eight sp spots for like eight students, but they don't always fill them when they have like years when they say, okay, we just like six people and um, you know, they have to pay for us. I mean, we don't pay anything to be here so and they really choose carefully who they're gonna pick which is also quite difficult I think because you only you know get to know us mm -hmm. like really in a short amount of time and that is where you know the students come and really you know show off and you know not, not show off but you know what I mean they really <laughs> show try what they can do and, yeah. yeah so <laughs> maybe we should there's two types of yeah. um, 
first of all, you have to have to uh, send in your portfolio. What you've done, it doesn't have to be like super professional or anything. It's just how you draw, how you perceive different things, how your aesthetic is or whatever. So they see that and then they invite you to a practical exam mm -hmm. and you have to do some mostly Im very impromptu mm -hmm. uh, exercises they give you. Oh, so you actually come in and do makeups? Yes. yes. You come here for, it's three days most yes. of the time and they you come in and they give you very spontaneous uh, yeah. exercises that you have to do. Yeah. And... Mm. Um, Roughly includes like everything, a little bit, a little yes. bit of hair, a little bit of facts. A but for bit of example, paint. it's uh, it's not make a make a Renaissance hairstyle no. and say replicate the proportions of the hairstyle in paper. Right, like you can. Or they see how you can. Period. So you're not yeah. like if you know something about if you're interested in the stuff in the in the history back and yeah. So it's not really about you have to know already how to mm -hmm. use hair or how to do it. It's more about they want to see if you can, you know, work with like forms and colors and if you like aware of things and you mm -hmm. see things right in the right. So this is more about about it. Actually. Yeah, yes, yes. And that you're interested in learning it because they also teach on those days. So they really see what you what you can take in and use and what who can't. I think they also let us write in letter um, what we're expecting about this job and, yeah. so, and to figure out okay what we're thinking about and what's the, um, the thing why we want to do it mm -hmm. and yeah to become an kind of judge your yeah. expectations yes. Yes. what it is mm -hmm. that's really good that's quite yeah. fair so after those three days do you find out immediately or do they deliberate for some time and then get then back? They ways. deliberate and then you get invited to the next exam, Level, yeah. which is the, you talk with all the teachers here. That was hard. And um, they just ask you questions. It's it's more of, it's not like an interview, but it's more like a conversation. Yeah. yeah. So they get to know you and because it's also very tricky, they try to match the personalities in each in year in the yeah. classes because yeah. we work so much with each other mm -hmm. and it's really affecting the learning Absolutely. if it doesn't match at all. It's hard. So they try to mm -hmm. figure that out beforehand. And yours was a three year, because you're on the master's now, which is the fourth year, but you were degree, yes. was it a BA? Or? BA. Mm -hmm. So you did BA. the three years BA and would that be full time five days a week? Yeah. Yes. Or more. Or six or seven. So well, you wouldn't do like, because we have, in England, we have like what is called a full-time course. But only maybe two days is actually in class. The rest of it's called self-directed yeah. learning, which means they oh. go away and do mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Do you have that as well? Or is it mostly? Mostly it's five days a week from nine to five. Yeah. Yeah. Or more when you get. Yeah. Yeah. And then after it's lines. like self-directing class. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to kind of get a picture to other people that would be doing a similar course somewhere else and going, oh, we don't get anything like that many hours. And you kind mm -hmm. of go, this is what I'm saying. You've got to mm -hmm. understand there are people who are working very hard, long hours mm -hmm. in places. And, you know, they're going to be better if they're working harder. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, yes. I mean, this is, same, this is what's it about because um, how many times we started something we didn't know, hadn't a clue about it. Mm -hmm. And then, especially in the beginning, you're like frustrated and be afraid of course but you don't have then too much time because we really try to fit in this three years which sounds long but it's not really long time mm -hmm. actually mm -hmm. because there's so many things to do and you need to try a little bit so time runs 
so um, everything you start you really want to do it like good like in the first place kind of but it's impossible for every um, subject you try out so that's when you really the, the hard work kind of starts because uh, then you stay longer then you stay at night and then you ask it like your uh, co-students and uh, yeah but this is also um, I think where especially now in our class what, what I can say is that we really push ourselves it's not like uh, we um, you know we how do you we say? do what's necessary and then go home. Yeah, and, and also and, and also we, try to we, we help each other. Kind of when he, somebody knows something really good, um, I can always ask um, you know the guys and mm -hmm. ask them about um, what I don't know and vice versa, of course. And then also it gives well for me at least it that you know it drives me to work harder when I see okay um they all working hard so i want to be like part of that part of the team part of don't lose don't follow off and i think what it we push us we push ourselves but in a really good way kind of mm -hmm. all together as well very yes. camaraderie yes mm -hmm. you get that feeling even people sometimes we you know kick our asses yeah, but yeah. in a still in a loving <laughs> and caring <laughs> way <Nurturing, yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> a loving kick up the back yeah, yeah. Absolutely. a lot of love no really that's cool <clears throat> yeah it's good to have some reminders around that they can <laughs> Yeah, take you back to reality sometimes. <laughs> it's good. I was looking at the um, the people that are working on the beards, and they've made beard blocks that are out of silicon. Mm -hmm. Yes, Is that's that funny, guys, right? Do you make them yourself, or yes? Yeah. So you, so part of making the beard is to make the beard block. That you actually from live cast making the beard block, and sometimes we just do them in plaster. Sometimes or we do them in foam. Or go over and make rubber like that. Over the foam, and now the. Um, Chosen the the yeah. Um, yeah the kind of going on with silicone mm -hmm. yeah over it because yeah it but it's doesn't very... um, destroy the foam so much from the, yeah mm. and it's also very good because you can actually see how much skin color shows sure, through the, yeah, so you get the and you can the get the perfect like gradation. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, I, d I asked them before. I didn't do a silicone block before, and I asked the girls why did they do it. And they told me it's not for nodding because I was isn't it sometimes you know getting in a way when you get in with the needle and you then maybe stuck in the silicone or something. We said no, it's not. We nod on a, like another block. It's just for dressing it for dressing it afterwards. Mm. I was like, wow, <laughs> not That's bad. But it's a cool idea actually. I mean, here you usually do it for one time and you put it on on an exam and you leave. Mm -hmm. But let's say you have like uh, an actor in a theater or whatever and you have like all the time, so you have like. You do that one block once, and then you can always dress the beards, the different ones during yeah. the year on this. That's a really nice idea because white underneath is like a natural mm -hmm. or yellow foam underneath yeah. also. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And it's a nice way to store them so they keep their shape. Yes. But if you do blocks without a nose, it would be look maybe creepy a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Which I prefer to do. Because the nose always gets in the way. It does get in the way. Yeah, especially when the mustache yeah. is like, ah! Are they without noses? These black? Uh, no, they're with noses, I think. Yeah, yeah, they're with noses. Yeah. There are also different <laughs> ways to do them. So how do teachers prefer? Yeah, oh, oh, it depends. Of course, a lot of the teachers. And that's also a really cool thing here that most of them who come here, like you, um, are like, as a freelance makeup artist or you know they have their life they do their stuff and they come with the knowledge and share it this is amazing so and i think for the most of them or a lot of them say it's 
important because they have to have the knowledge of the new stuff coming along when they you know stay here and be like um, um, full-time teacher let's say you're gonna be um, um, like on the on the top of the news or you know what I say like maybe yeah, for yeah. two yeah. years and then after you know then new things, things come along and, and yeah. nobody knows yeah. about it and then yeah. you know in 10 years they teach you like old stuff already I mm. mean you know yourself how fast things change I it, think it gets that way with some colleges but they still have old curriculum and they're like making mm -hmm. people use wax to make cuts and stuff and you can do that but <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah but no one's using that on the job really so <laughs> is it just because they haven't got around to changing the curriculum and Mm -hmm. If it's all, if it if it ain't broke, then fix it. It kind of is broke, but no one's told the people who are writing the curriculum that it's broke because <laughs> they're at the top of the chain and they don't listen to the little yeah. guys. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So that's the uh, cool. So are you going to say something like? Oh, um, I was just going to say is that I think that's the best thing about this academy, about this course, mm -hmm. because we actually only have two te two or three teachers that are always working here. Mm -hmm. And but even they, are, they are not always no, here. No, they have the, they work in theaters. They have yeah. their jobs. They but they we them. see them we see them regularly. Well, yes, mm. yes, but yes, yes. Most of the teachers we have now, especially in the masters, they, they get people from England. They get people from Spain. They get they people treat from us really all good. over. Really like, and we, they talk to us. They say, "Who do you like? Who, what? Who do you like the work of?" <laughs> like, Stu, like we want Stu. And um. <laughs> What, who do you want? Who do you need? And we talk to them and they then they ask the people for us and it's really nice. It's really cool. Yeah, we're really, really, really lucky, I yes. have to say. And also... And we appreciate it a lot. Yes. It does feel like everyone here kind of digs it. It's quite nice. Yeah. yeah. And I know you've got a lot of hours ahead of you. You've still got lots to do. But mm -hmm. it feels like you kind of enjoy it. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good that you say it because we, we like, are. We like progress. We like being finished. <laughs> <laughs> Shipping the job is important. Isn't it, Are we still recording? Is the number still up? Yes, it is. Hello, oh. 42 minutes, sir. Amazing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is so much fun. Do you want the headphones now? There's just headphones swapping. The one is the one is broken. Yeah. It makes really? like sounds. Is it? <laughs> Oh wow, jeez, where did you... Oh, it's cute. Oh, probably Esteban made it for her. Mm, I think oh, so. Uh, is it made of silicon? No. Yeah, it is. Yeah, oh I think so. god, ah, oh, it's oh. cold or wet. Oh, this... <laughs> That's amazing. That's really cool. Oh. Yes! Oh, my, look at my epoxy shoes. They oh. look nice. He already destroyed them. <laughs> so you're gonna have a big old uh, epoxy fiberglassing session this weekend. Oh yes. yeah. All of you. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh no, yeah. Yeah, contamination. Or, or, or maybe at the beginning of next week. I'm yeah. not sure about. It. Yeah, it's gonna be B big molds. Yes. Yeah. But uh, it's gonna be fun also. Be yeah. realistic. With, with what? Maybe start on Monday. Today. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's do this. <laughs> and what, can I ask a little bit about what ambitions you have? What is it you want to do once you, you finish when? In summer? Maybe? In March. Oh, March. Yes, the beginning of March. So the exam is on the 2nd. The 2nd, when you ask. Where Stuart comes back to Munich. Yeah, <laughs> and the 2nd March, he said he will come back. <laughs> 
kind of need to say that out loud. But yeah. To yeah. get these tools back as well. Yes, because yeah. we're gonna keep the tools. So because we're to... gonna steal all his shit. <laughs> I have a list of. <laughs> no, we're just kidding. No, we're not. <laughs> and all tracing nubs in each one. I can track them. <laughs> yeah, like, like, why are they in Italy now? <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to learn a little you. vacation. They've gone to Italy, it's a good chance it was you. Yeah. Because that was the thing. We were talking about the languages you speak, when we, and it was like Italian, Italian, English, German, Russian, Russian, Korean. No, that's really? me. <laughs> Not just kidding. That's German, English, Italian, and a little Austria. bit of France. French. French. Francais. Francais. I didn't didn't want to say the um, uh, the welcome announcement in German. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and in Italian, and in Korean, and in French. Just German is fine. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Lowbrow is the beer from Futurama that Bender drinks, so definitely not. Not that. No. <laughs> lowbrow. It's like a low eyebrow or. <laughs> Makeup, makeup beer. Oh, wow, oh, this is getting like for crazy. English, for English, it's a play on words because highbrow means like very kind of posh and expensive. Mm -hmm. So lowbrow would be like you know oh. cheap, nasty. So that's why he drinks lowbrow beer. Ah, yeah. So I shouldn't call it lowbrow. Delicious. <laughs> it's very nice. So it was nothing bad about it at all. Yeah, I think we kind of should get like the best beer around here would be Tigansia or Augustina. Augustine. So you should try that before you yes, leave. Especially Augustina. Two. You have to. Both are good. <laughs> Both are good. Not, if you're not aware of it, the the the, the Oktoberfest is, oh, is, is in Munich. It's it's a, a, a Munich yes. beer is a like I know sushi in California. Or yeah. Pizza in Italy. You can't. Yes. You sushi have to. If you go to Italy, you have to have pizza. Right, to, and if you go to Munich, you also should have pizza. And what That's do true. they tell us? <laughs> well, so um, the free things for eating. What? Is water? No, no. Yeah, the basic, the, the basic basics. things. The it's actually like in German, in the Bavarian law, that the basic right for foods are uh, bread, water, and beer is in there. In that. <laughs> Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's this food beer very pyramid. Oh, the food pyramid. Pyramid. Beer. Like, yeah. The big one. No, the, isn't the top, the bottom. Yeah. It's just so, and everything I is beer. beer yeah. I think beer is at the top because it's a drink and a meal as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, like yeah. with bread. Yeah. 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 Why not? Yeah. So forget water. I know that may sound bad. You have to try it, and then you realize it's a perfectly <laughs> legitimate claim. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's that good. Now you enjoy. That's the last M and M, unless we find one to roll under the floor. Or mm. I, do, I got this before. I got it before. Before it lands. <laughs> <and> then... <laughs> can I can I tell a funny story? Yes. So his drowsy voice is actually from the it's musical The Drowsy story. Chaperone. We did the makeup for. It was here, on the stage. And um, there's this, I don't know if it's in, I think it's in every theater, there's this Inspizienten port, it's like an, do you call it Inspish? No. It's like where, you know, there's like this one dude sitting on every show, sitting and... Um, on the desk, making sure everything is there, of the electron, yeah, I stage think. manager, and they have a desk. Uh, um, through the microphones all over the theater, they tell when the next scene is who has to come what has to happen and stuff mm -hmm. 
So that person was gone for like 0.2 seconds. So who was at the at the desk? Daniel. <laughs> and he did like a Funny, he did a voice and it came all through the theater and everywhere. So you were like really in the toilets and nobody was yes. there pointing out. Yeah, to God. and the house was full to the brim. That's so with funny. With people. And he didn't tell anybody that he's gonna do it. He just did it. And everybody. And was we like, were like, in, uh, we were like on the other side of the theater doing our thing. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Because You're you know, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's just, uh, that's the thing. He's like a silent guy, but all of a sudden, it's like groundbreaking stuff. It was just so happening. funny. What did you say? No, I think like, it was. Did you pretend to be him? So, um, oh, hello, Leute. Um, yeah, but <laughs> uh, um, it was for the premiere, even. It was not even for like a rehearsal, it was like real show premiere. What did you say? Like, I'm, I'm sorry myself, I have to leave now? No, I think he just said hello and good luck for the premiere or something. No, you said something else. You said something different. You had to, you said some, somebody has to come to yeah, the stage I think so or too. something. <laughs> well, it was funny though. It was That's really yeah. nice. It was like the first year we were here, you know, and they still can kick us out then. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Nobody would like recognize your voice. Yeah, you have to yeah. prove it was, it was yeah. you. Yeah. It wasn't me. But Ms. Effenbeck would have been proud of that. So, yeah, if you enjoyed that, thank you very, very much. Um, what I think would really help is if you, if you're listening to this and you enjoy it and you like it, could you tell someone that you like that would like this about this podcast? Because if every one person that heard this told maybe one or two people, we would grow and that would really help us. So please do that if you can. If you want to support us, that's the best thing you can do. Spread the word. Say Pretty something please. nice about us. Thank you. And social media as well, if you want your post about that. That'd be lovely. Thank you very yeah. much. It's very kind. And email stuartandtodd at gmail.com. Well, I think cool. that's all I've got time for, mate. How are you doing? Right. You're going to get stuck into your plaster mold now, or your epoxy mold? Yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, I've got. I'm going to make a couple of foam faces for these prosthetics to rest on. So, okay. Uh, just some some forms, and then I'm going to do some flashing. Nice. And see if I can't find some time to do my solo rambling about downsizing and getting rid of stuff. Because I think that's a conversation we ought to have for one of these is just how to get rid of stuff to make room for new stuff. That's a brilliant idea. That's a very, very good one. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I like the idea of these little, you know, <laughs> vignettes that we do when we, you know, get the chance to. Because uh, this is fantastic when we get a chance to hook up, but it's so difficult when there's like seven hours or, you know, time difference. And then, you know, for me, it's always really, really late. And I'm not unhappy to do that but it just means i have to make sure that I've did got you did you see gracie tap just tap me on the shoulder <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's such a cute little oh the sweet if i'm not paying attention wrap. to her she 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 taps she'll tap me on the shoulder this is her oh, pipe cleaner she so likes to cute. play with the pipe cleaner she Come has here. a pipe cleaner oh she and her sister so carry these things around and they play fetch with them it's it's hilarious Oh, I'll get it to look at the camera. I'll get a screen grab. Gracie, come here, go. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. 
Oh, sweet. That's his best. <laughs> Ow. Come here. Look. Yeah, come here. Nice one. All right, dude. All right. I will send you this file right shortly. Amazing. Thanks very much, you dude. Bet. Appreciate it. Okay. Talk to you soon. Let's do this again soon. Cheers, man. Yeah, cheers. Danke fürs Zuhören. Subscribed auf iTunes und erzählt all euren Freunden von dem Podcast. But I'm doing silly voices. Apparently this is something people want. I don't know why. <laughs> I love those voices. <laughs> it's like the best thing in the morning coming in and having Stuart waiting for us because he's always very, very early. And I feel really bad when I come like at time. And he said, and then he's doing this yeah. funny voices and it's so funny. Now he's doing funny voices, right? That's what I wanted, Jetzt hör auf mit der ganzen Gelaber, wir machen jetzt mal, oder wir reden jetzt mal über was Wichtiges, oder you so. You can always tell me off. Okay. Und nun zu den wichtigen Dingen des Gesprächs. So, ich's mal. Und jetzt zurück zu den wichtigen Gesprächen. Was? <lacht> sag, that, um, sag, ähm... That's how Austrians talk. Yeah. <lacht> Like, um, I might put all this in at the end. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> this is so good. Uh, <laughs> I'm exactly the same. Oh, God. Can we do this again, please? <laughs> Especially when you're doing the video.